Welcome to the Pizza and P.E. Podcast, the Triple P, where a group of friends get together each week to eat pizza and discuss P.E. We are excited to have joining us Dr. Adrian Talley, Superintendent of Indian Prairie School District in Aurora, Illinois. Dr. Talley is going to share his experiences of being a teacher, administrator, and superintendent in a pandemic, and the importance of the WISC model. That's awesome. I can't wait to talk to him. He's such an amazing person. Um, and behind me, I've got some Chicago deep dish, although I'm not eating that today. But uh, today's pizza fun fact is going to go with the area Dr. Talley is currently in. And it's the first known Chicago deep dish pizzas were created in 1943 by the restaurant that is now known today as Pizzerina Pizzeria Uno. I've been there. I like a Pizzeria Uno. My brother used to work at a Pizzeria Uno. But that was where uh, Chicago Deep Dish got its start, was in the hmm. restaurant that started that. It turned into that. But I like thin crust. Um, our guest today, we met through our partnership with the Urban Wellness Coalition because we work for a large urban school district in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we met him through that Urban Wellness Coalition, which comprises of was it 30 large urban school districts plus some more that were added this year. Mm -hmm. But our whole focus of the Urban Wellness Coalition is on the whole school, whole community and whole child approach. There's school nutritionists in the Urban Wellness Coalition. There's PE health teachers, coordinators, specialists. There are social workers, counselors, and it's a group of us that all work collectively to highlight the importance of ensuring that practices and policies are in place to develop the whole child. So I'm so excited that we have Superintendent Dr. Adrian Talley with us today because when we met him, I believe he was in a different school district, LA, correct guys? No, where was he before? DC. DC. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, and I know we're going to talk to him more about like his background, but I think this was his first year too as a superintendent in um, Chicago. So let's bring him on. Hello. Hi, Dr. Talley. Thank you so much for your time. This is very generous of you. I know that uh, your time is valued because you lead a large school district in Chicago and uh, you're a superintendent for the first time this year, correct, Chicago? You're exactly right. We're outside of Chicago. We are the fourth largest district in Illinois. And uh, Andrew, I like your background. That's really good. Thank you. Indian Prairie. Anything for you. I appreciate that. So yeah, Indian Prairie School District 204. That's right. Okay. And then prior to you coming out, you came to be a superintendent, especially in are you, is this your first time ever being a superintendent too? So this is the first time that I am the superintendent over a school, whole school district. I have had prior experience where I was community superintendent as part of the executive team serving the superintendent, mm -hmm. but this is my first time as the superintendent. And then being the superintendent for the first time during a first time pandemic. Yeah, uh, first, there's always a first for everything and this time a double first. No you, pressure at you, all. You, you went big. Uh, you know, hey, what did they say? Go big or go home. And so I decided to go big. I'm not going home yet. 
So walk us down your journey, Dr. Talley, and your background in education, how you got started, et cetera. Just tell us about yourself, and basically your teaching life. Yeah, so, you know, it's interesting. There are people who don't, who were surprised when I told them I began as a teacher. I remember when I came here and I told a parent, yeah, I used to be a fourth grade teacher. She was like, oh, really? Wonderful. And totally surprised by it. So yes, I began teaching fourth grade. Um, my fourth graders, my very first set of fourth graders are in their 40s now. And so I don't recognize them. Uh, they recognize me. Um, and then I taught fifth grade, and this all began in Fairfax County, Virginia. Um, I then um, left teaching. I had planned to be a, a, a dean of admissions at a college or university. And so I went to do my master's in higher education. And while I was doing my master's, I missed teaching. And so when I finished my master's, I ended up going to Montgomery County, Maryland, where I was a computer-wide specialist in a magnet school. Then I, uh, after 11 years of teaching, I became an assistant principal. And then I went to New York and I was principal in a district in New York for a year. I was there when 9-11 happened um, and then ended up coming back to Montgomery County, Maryland, where I was principal. Then I went to central office. Uh, I left being a principal kicking and screaming, but they wanted me in central office. And I became a community superintendent. I had 40 schools that I oversaw. Then I uh, went to the Department of Defense where I was the deputy for all the schools on military bases around the world. So I got to see um, our schools in Guam, our schools in Japan, in Italy, um, serving the military children. My background, my father was career military, Air Force. So my brothers and I went through some of those schools. Um, and then I uh, left to go to Prince George's County, Maryland, where I was in uh, charge of student services and then started community schools. And now I'm here in Indian Prairie as the superintendent. They so, are so lucky to have you. They, oh. I, I, I'm very fortunate being here. It sounds like a Lifetime movie. Who's going to play my part? Well, that would be a good Ooh. question. That's a good, that's a quick bite. Yeah, yeah there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, also, in the future, what we should do is you should have pizza available for me here, waiting for me to eat during the, during the discussion. And you know what? This will be our promise to you. We'll send it to you in your <laughs> office, and we're going to surprise you one day. Oh, uh, you know, you probably will. You probably yeah, we, <laughs> we will. We just got to hope we send it on the day that you're in the office and not out in school. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll check with um, his uh, uh, administrator. Yeah, Jamie. So I'll coordinate that in advance. But I'm not going to tell you when. It'll just be basically a pizza surprise. Okay. All right. That, that's our fault. We, we apologize for not having you ready for that. So it, it's okay. It, it, it's all right. Make sure we take off that nice jacket. <laughs> so, do you think that when you were um, a community superintendent, that that prepared you for, you know, cause you had 40 schools there and I'm not, how many schools you have now, would, would that be similar? Yeah, similar. We have, I have 33 schools. It helped somewhat. I think actually I'm gonna say every position I have had has helped me 
in doing what I'm doing now. From the time I was community superintendent to when I was deputy, to when I was in charge of student services, every position gave me an opportunity that I would not have had. And I think what's important is being able to have something upon which to rely um, to make a decision. So, um, uh, but I will say, and, and in my office, you can't see it now, but I have the pictures of my former students when I was a teacher. And probably that was the most important aspect of, of my preparing to be a superintendent because the work really happens in the classroom. Well, good. So that'll lead me to, to, to my question for you since you, know, you have this long career in education. Now when we're obviously all in education, we all can look back at a lot of memories, but what would, and it would be hard to answer this, but what would be one or your favorite memory in education? Oh, either as a student or as a as an educator. Dealer's choice. Mm. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to say this. One of my favorite teachers was my first grade teacher, Miss Wells. Um, and why was that favorite? It was just how she made me feel as a as a student. I felt like she knew who I was. I felt like. Um, uh, this was someone who was caring about me as a, as a student. And so then I think the next part about that would be as an educator, as a, is um, that I've been able to maintain some relationships with some of my former students in a very positive way. I have a former student of mine who was, when I was a principal, he was a first grader with me and I had him for first, second, and third grade. That young man is now 24, uh, living in New York. Uh, I've met his girlfriend. Uh, this is the fact that this relationship has continued. It really means a lot to me. That's awesome. That's I mean, it, it really is important when, when students, like you said, you know, when you teach elementary, we don't often remember the students so much because they grow and put facial hair on, but they remember us. And that, that's awesome. That's a great story. Yeah, I, I ran into one of my students at Costco. He recognized me before I recognized him, but it was um, it, it, it was wonderful to see that he had grown into an adult. He was married. Uh, all of those things that you want children to be successful, and it seemed like it was working for for Ethan. That's amazing. And your theme is about relationships. Yeah. Um, I'm very big about the three R's, uh, rigor, relevance, and relationships. But the most important, I believe, is relationships because the three of you get along and get along well. Uh, I saw that when we met in Charlotte. Um, I know that now as well. And so, but without the strong relationships, there's nothing you, you, you won't be able to, to do, be successful. So as a superintendent, I have to create relationships with my my staff, my union, my parents, the community. I was just on a, a Zoom call today with the mayor of Naperville, and we were talking about the sort of symbiotic relationship between the city of Naperville and my school district. And so the relationship piece for children, they have to feel that you care about them, who they are, um, and that's when success will happen. And when you're leading staff, they have to know that you care who they are as individuals 
and also for their professional growth. And so I would often say when I would supervise my principals, I would say, I'm here to support you and then supervise you in that order. Because if I can support you to be successful, the supervision will be easy. The other way around, it, it makes it look like I'm there to get you, to catch you doing something wrong. And so relationships are most important. So Dr. Talley, what are some of the challenges of being a new superintendent, one? And then secondly, what are some of the challenges you know, due to, to COVID-19 that you've had to, to deal with? I think one of the challenges being the new superintendent in the area is I have no credibility with the community. When you think about all of us, whenever we are going through difficult times, we hope we have put, quote, money in the bank that people can realize, okay, yes, we, we, we know this person, we know him to be credible and all of that. And so when you're the new person and there's a crisis at the same time you're new, it's, people are, it's hard for people to know um, where the person is coming from. So that has been probably one of the biggest challenges for me. Um, I've had to come in uh, people have had to listen to what I'm doing and uh, listen to what I'm saying and what I'm and see what I'm doing. And then also they have had to just sort of trust, but that's not an easy thing to do when you're leading a school system and you have people's children under your sort of control. So um, I had to do that very quickly uh, in a pandemic situation. I think um, by and large, it's working and it's working well but there's still that, uh, what I would have normally have done in coming in would have been meet with people, um, get to know them, uh, and, uh, and then they would have seen when a crisis eventually happened, because it always happens eventually. Uh, oh yeah, we, we can depend upon him. We know that he knows what he's doing. But this has been sort of building the trust as the, uh, as the crisis has been occurring. And, and I think that's extremely difficult. Um, and then I forgot the last part of your question. I'm sorry. You, you answered both parts. So just the challenges of being the superintendent and, and at the same time, COVID-19, you know, hitting our district. So you, you answered both. So thank you. Right, I, try to, I try to be gifted in my responses. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. So Dr. Taylor, um, we got to know each other through our partnership with the Urban uh, Wellness Coalition the Urban, Urban School Wellness Coalition. And our focus has been around instructing the whole school, whole community, whole child. As a superintendent, you know, how important is instructing the whole child to you and your vision and, you know, maybe embracing it through your strategic plan? So one of the things when I first came to interview for Indian Prairie, I noticed when they were taking me around to the schools at the middle school level, um, all of the buildings have this exercise room available for staff to use and for students. And this exercise room is not made up of one stationary bike and a few weights. It's made up of, of, of just a plethora of, of the machinery. And I was like, well, who gets to use this? And they said, the staff can use it and students use it. I said, wonderful. Because what I'm used to is if there's anything available, it's like one piece of decrepit piece of machinery that no one ever uses. 
Then when I visited all three of the high schools, I saw that um, they all have swimming pools. Swimming is huge here in Illinois. Um, we are not every district do they have swimming pools, but we do. Um, all students are required in Illinois to have four years of physical education, and which is not the norm in, in across the country. And I was very pleased about that. And then also when I came, they were doing a presentation to the board about uh, social emotional learning and the work that they have been doing here in Indian Prairie. So I say all of that to say, um, this is a district that's very much focused on what I believe to be the whole child situation and understanding that we're trying to serve our kids from both the physical standpoint as well as the social emotional standpoint, uh, ensuring that every child is taken care of, that the community is engaged and involved in the child. Um, it is really, I think, um, we're on target here. And so as I look to improve what's happening, I'm going to put forth a mental health uh, coordinator to serve the whole district, because I think not only because of COVID, what's been happening there, but so that we can have some more consistency across the school system. Um, and so that's why I want this mental health person to come on board. Um, I wanted us to join the urban coalition because we can learn from other school districts when I was in Charlotte, what did I see on the floors in your schools, but the movement pieces and a couple of my schools have them here, but I would love to be able to put them in all of my elementary schools because I really think that that's important. Um, I'm looking at um, how do we expand the bicycle program that you guys have. I've already reached out and we're looking at making that happen for us. We want to ensure that our children and our staff are physically and mentally well, um, because when they are, then learning can really happen. And so uh, those are just some of the things that I'm thinking about. Well, we'll love to help you with those active hallway decals. And I know that Keith has reached out to you about the Strider program. You've already reached out too. So, wow, it's once we're back in person, I want to come and visit your school district. The three of us, we, we might drive up there, we might fly, but I want to I want to see your school district. Are you the same school district? And forgive me for not knowing exactly where you're located, but are you in that same school district or nearby where, you know, the, you know, Naperville is always one of the top places that we see in Spark with John Rady, who wrote that book. Are you that school district with Naperville? So we serve Naperville and we serve Aurora. There are two districts that serve Naperville, 203 and 204. We are the better one of the two. <laughs> and, um, but uh, two, two, uh, the, uh, Dan Bridges, the superintendent, he and I continue to have these, you know, jarring matches, if you will. It's all <laughs> fun. Uh, we appreciate what each other district is doing. We are very comparable in what we're able to do. So yes, Naperville is one of those areas that people want to live in. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're about uh, 25 miles outside of downtown Chicago. And then, you know, all students receive physical education, you know, in high school. So that's the same. You have these middle school fitness centers mm -hmm. that staff and students get to use. So it seems very similar to a lot of the case studies that, you know, Dr. John Rady speaks of as in an ideal model. So you are in the heart of instructing the whole child, really. Hence the reason 
why I felt joining the coalition would make a lot of sense. Yes. We're doing, we're doing some of it now. We can still learn from others. Um, and uh, it, it just, it, it really is, uh, you know, when I went to high school in Virginia, you only had to have one credit of, of PE. It's still that way now in Virginia and Maryland and many other places. I don't know what it is in North Carolina. Same. Is it the same? So uh, the fact that you have to have four years, we have, you know, we, our kids are involved uh, in a variety of, of athletics and including bowling. And I went to a bowling match, one of my, for our students, and one of our students, she scored a perfect 300. I walked in at the perfect time just as she was uh, throwing the strike and it was perfect for her. Um, and so there's just a lot that our children can be involved and engaged in, uh, both through um, athletics and intramural sports at the middle school level and even at the elementary level. So now I have two follow-ups to those answers. Now I'll go with the easy route first. Oh, thank you. Since a, since a student in your um, district scored a 300, does the district pick up the tab on getting her the 300 ring? You know what? I, I can't answer that question. <laughs> however, however, I just received today, and it's on my desk. I haven't even opened it. There's a bag from the bowling team. I have no idea what it is yet. So I'm going to have to see what it says. I don't know. Oh, please, please be a bowling shirt. And I have in on the back. A part of me wants to open it online with you guys, but I'm just going to hold on. <laughs> so, so the other little follow-up I have is, you know, you talk about how they have these great um, fitness rooms in middle schools and pools in high schools. Does your district have a, a, a built-in, like, um, challenges for your staff? you know, with fitness or anything like that, since they have access to some of this cool stuff, or is it just, you know, because we have it, you know, it, we don't have to challenge you. You're already there using it. So we don't have that challenge, but we do some things with our benefits. Uh, so obviously everyone does the flu shot. So we've been doing that as avail uh, to make it available for our staff, but we do other things as well. Uh, this, uh, it, uh, we do something with our students. Uh, our, um, and I know you asked about staff, but I just want to say this about students. Uh, we do something with all of our our students in high schools where we are testing them to see if they have any issues with their hearts. We have found uh, a few wow. students. We've been told that if we had not used that, that something unfortunate would have happened to those those students. So we are doing that with our um, with our students at the high school level. They get a screened uh, twice during their high school time period, uh, just to make sure that they are okay uh, from their heart standpoint. With that said, back to the staff piece. Um, there are challenges that they have done in the past. I can't speak about them tremendously. I just have heard about them sort of superficially. Um, and we're hoping we can do more with that. Our mental health coordinator that we bring on board will be overseeing wellness as well for the for the whole staff. That's awesome. I am, I am I'm speechless with the heart screenings that you do. Speaking yeah, I was very happy to hear about this. And we have a foundation, the uh, Indian Prairie uh, Education Foundation. They have provided us grants to make that happen. And so I'm very happy that we'll be able to continue that in the future. Well done. So um, all that being said, I guess that leads me up to my next like important question, I guess, is 
what kind of advice um, could you give somebody on how to get teacher or principal buy-in for quality PE and physical activity? I mean, it sounds like there that you don't have to give a lot of advice, but like to, to districts that don't find the value in it. I mean, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who says, hey, as a superintendent, what can you tell me about buy-in for PE and PA? So, it, and, and I know you guys do teach PE, so I wanna be very careful how I make the next statement. <laughs> Too many times, I think we focus on just academics. And sometimes we'll say, oh, well, we can forget about PE, we can forget about music, we forget about art. Let's just focus on reading and writing and mathematics. But what we have to really understand is those other subject areas, PE, physical education, we're teaching kids lifelong skills, skills that will help them throughout their whole life. Um, and we have to give time for these things to happen. I, 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 I have been amazed when I have been, um, before I took this position and I interviewed with other school districts and would find out about, I would ask questions about their uh, other coursework, such as physical education, art and music, and would often be surprised with some of the answers, which were not as positive as I would want them to be. And so let's think about the whole child. Let's think about all the children. Our children have skills and abilities that transcend just reading and math. Um, and physical education can bring it in. It's not necessarily about being the best at basketball or, or anything like that. It's about skills, about health and wellness. And if our children aren't healthy and well, then that creates a problem for their ability to learn. And so um, I think from the standpoint of schools, teachers, principals, how do we incorporate that in to and make it an integral part as opposed to being just an add-on. Um, uh, we think about the physical movement of sitting all day long. You know, how do we incorporate that into the classes that are being taught by the math teacher or the reading teacher so that Johnny isn't fidgeting in a corner? Johnny needs movement. We all do. Um, how many of us as adults, I'm one of them, I walk when I'm on my telephone. I'm, I'm pacing back and forth in my office. Um, and if someone told me I have to sit down for that, I would be difficult. So it's about how do we reach our children and understand their needs. And, and physical education is a way to make that happen. But it's also something that is the responsibility of all the teachers. And it is not difficult. It's very easy to do. Thank you so much for that answer. Like, that's the perfect answer. Yeah, spot on. Well, you know, I, I, I do. As I said, I am the gifted one, and I do try to be spot on with my result. But but it is it's an honest answer, it really is. I, I don't I'm not trying to be funny there, but it is it is the right answer before and, and you know, sometimes we have to build the capacity of the people who are teaching to understand what this means. When 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 I became certified as a teacher more years ago than I want to admit, the requ requirement in Virginia was that you have one credit of PE type of course. But that doesn't, and so as a teacher, 
being taught how do I in, incorporate movement into the work I'm doing, you have to be taught that. And it's perfectly fine for someone to say, I just don't know. And then that's when other people can say, here's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Well, just like mm -hmm. anything else, we always need, we need training, right? We need training to become better teachers. We need training to understand how to do something, you know, and, and the way you talk about that, it just brings to light the importance of what physical education really does bring and what value it brings to a school. Mm -hmm. You know, we are building brain cells for teachers to then fill them with content, you know, so it goes hand in hand. And if teachers really understand that connection, then they can have a better grasp of how we can work cohesively together instead of in silos. It That's should be right. integrated throughout on all sides. I agree hundred percent. You're exactly right. Dr. Taylor, um, I was speechless again with your response, but I put out a tweet the other day stating if I was a superintendent of a school district, my mission would be building better brains. Hmm. Um, that's you. You are such a wonderful leader. I am so, I mean, I, I'm so impressed by you and the work that you're doing and, you, and the way that you lead a district. I can't believe you're on this podcast right now. I can't believe how lucky we are. And your teachers and students, they are so lucky to have you. And I'm just gonna keep saying that over and over again, but I, I just felt like I needed to say that because that tweet I said, that that's basically who you are as a superintendent. You build better brains. Well, I, I'm gonna say I'm the lucky one for being here in Indian Prairie. Um, and I appreciate what you, what you said. Uh, this, this is a district it, it, they will embrace this. They've already embraced it. We, mm -hmm. We're just now thinking about how do we move forward with even more. Um, and I just look forward to over the next few years just to see what we're able to do. Well, we'll, we'll be watching and you're the exemplar. So again, just thanks for just being you. <laughs> Education needs you. Education, I mean, yeah, we we're, 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 we're lucky to have you in this profession. Thank you. Thank so you. One more burning question before we get to our quick bites. Mm -hmm. Not only to get, not only do we want to get quality phys physical education in our schools and get teachers and and others to buy into that to that philosophy, but we need superintendents like you to also help spread the word and get other districts doing the same type stuff or try to do the same type stuff. So, what advice would you give another superintendent who is looking to hopefully add some of this stuff into their districts or maybe just needs more uh, more help or advice on how to go about this. So I, I, I must be a little hesitant to give out advice as a brand new superintendent, but here's what I would say. One, talk to your teachers. Go to your physical education teachers. Um, when I was thinking about bringing in the bike program to us, I talked to two of my PE teachers. We, we talked with the person about the bikes and now they're on board with it. So we're very excited about that. There was another program I wanted to bring on board and I talked to the teachers. I had two of them review the program and we're on board with that happening. Um, uh, so, uh, I think it's important to get the grassroots involved and engaged because they're the ones who will champion it after uh, uh, you start the program. As a superintendent, you can't do it all. 
Um, and so get the people who will run the program, who will champion for it. They will be the ones who will make it happen for you. Awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. Again, they're lucky to have you. I mean, I'm just so happy that superintendents exist like you. <laughs> it's, it's refreshing. It's so hopeful. And for you to say that about doing your due diligence and going to the grassroots and having the lifting up the teacher voice and you really valuing that, that is huge, Dr. Talley. And you don't just say it. It's not fake. That's, that's, that's amazing. I, as I said earlier, um, the, what happens in the schools, that's where all the work is. So if they are, if I, could, I could make anything happen in some respects here, but it doesn't mean it will be carried through if they're not behind it. So that's, that's the important part of it all, they, the carry through. That's a good point. Keith and Andrew, you ready for quick bites? Because uh, we are. You might I, want to. I, I, there's been times I've been right. Dr. Tally. It's going to get a little hot in here. No, you know, I'm, I am a little worried. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. Go. Sorry, guys. I did the wrong video. Here we go. All right, Dr. Talley, you've answered most of the hard questions for today, but these are the harder of those questions. These are like SAT type questions. Uh -oh, okay. I've seen you, you know, have to sit up for this, you know, so it shows a little on edge. So Andrew and I are going to ask you some quick fire questions. Um, if you want to fire something back, please feel free. Um, if there's an answer that we need to come back around to, we can. Kim always gets thrown off by these questions. So <laughs> we'll start with an easy one, so to speak. Meat lovers or veggie lovers pizza? Meat lovers. That's quick. What was your favorite childhood activity to play? Oh, ooh. Um. <laughs> well, um, growing up in the military, we often play military games. So, yeah, like uh, we were World War II against the Nazis. Uh, this, it was what my friends and I would do. Yeah. I got you. Cool. Superman or Batman? Superman. What's vision, being able to fly, those are important. Okay. What motivates you? Um, I'm motivated by um, excellence. I want to do my best always. Okay. Are you most productive in the morning, in the afternoon, or at night? Uh, midday, so sort of like afternoon. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, even though I get up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym, I hate it. But <laughs> I, 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 around 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm okay. Okay. All right. So what song do you have to sing along with when you hear it? Oh, my God. <laughs> These are great. Oh my God. <laughs> what I, karaoke song? I, I don't know if I have an answer for you on this one. Hey, we can come back to that or you can send us an email. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right off of that one with another kind of tough one. Do you have a cure for hiccups? Um I I have to have people do it. 
with your knuckles. You have to hold your knuckles like this. Okay. And then someone has to squeeze them. Huh. And and that stuffs the hiccups. Yeah. Apparently so. It has worked. Yes. <laughs> Ethan Andrew, that's uh, you know top secret defense uh, that could be. Yeah. advice right there. He he learned that in you know when he's working for the Department of Defense. That's all oh, secret that stuff. Classified information, right? Classified. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to give it away because they'll come after me. <laughs> all right, Doctor Tally, here you go. Ready? If you were a DJ, what would your DJ name be? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, uh, it's a uh, too tall, too tall tally. <laughs> too tall tally. DJ, too tall tally. I uh -huh. like that. That's awesome. <laughs> it, you know, I had nicknames in college, so there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> this one's going to go back to something you brought up earlier in the podcast. Oh, oh. So now, <laughs> and kind of Andrew. So instead of who would play you in a movie. Who, if you had somebody to narrate your life, would you want to narrate your life? Oh, oh, oh! I would love to have Sidney Poitier narrate, narrate my life. That would be wonderful. Just or or uh, yeah, Sidney Poitier. I would take James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones would be wonderful too. That voice of yes, their voices are very uh, important. Yeah. All right, so I only have one more. I don't know if Keith has any more, but this is my last one. If you were a professional athlete, musician, what would be your walkout song to go on stage or up to the plate, onto a field, onto the court? What would be your song to go out to? Oh, uh, yeah. Tina Turner, Simply the Best. Yes. Nice. It goes along with your excellence. Mm-hmm. That is your mission every day. And so it's funny, though, because I read when you say about excellence, you put that pressure on yourself. You strive for excellence every day. Yeah. So um, here's something you'll learn about me. I, you will never see me do table tennis. Why? Because I can't win at it. <laughs> you will see me bowl because I can do that very well. You will see me do, a, if, I, if I don't do something well, I won't do it at all. And so I'm, I'm very hard on myself. The excellent piece is important. Uh, I, I, I'm, I am the youngest of four boys. And I am the tallest, thank goodness. And um, I like to beat all my brothers. And so uh, there is that, I think, that, come, that just came about from, from being the youngest. Yeah. Well, and all your brothers have been in Department of Defense too, correct? So one is a retired FBI agent. One is uh, an IT genius in, in many ways. And the other works at a college uh, um, in Texas. So um, I, I, there, there has been competition among us. Um, <laughs> and, and I like to believe I've won. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I did not know how competitive you were. It, 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 for certain things, I am. Other things, you'll see me just not participate because I won't. Uh, I just feel like I'm not going to win it, so I'm just not going to do it. Because then I get really tense and, and angry with myself. We're going to have to have you come out at some national health PE conference and so forth when we are in, in person. And we're going to have to have some kind of badminton, pickleball, some kind of competition. We'll go bowling, something. Well, well, 
the last time I played badminton, it was in a tournament and I was in fourth grade in Maine. I remember this very well. I, and it's very vivid. And uh, it was, yeah, it was one of those that, it, and it, we were volleying back and forth and, and then I missed the birdie. And <laughs> I think because of that, I don't play badminton to this day. <laughs> you said you won't, you won't do it. You don't feel like you're excellent. I won't do it. Yeah. Well, well hey, next year's conference for Shape National for our health and PE conference is in New Orleans. It'd be uh, great to have you come down there and present. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I need to hear this as well. Hey. I'll keep it in mind. I'll keep it in mind. I'm putting the plug in for keynote speaker. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, you are an inspiration, Dr. Talley. Thank and, you, guys. Um, I really appreciate it. You oh, know, you. I had your responses inspired me where I thought if I did not do something, if we didn't switch to quick bites, I think a little tear would have come through my eyes. But um, it's it's so inspiring to have leaders like you in education. She um, does know how to cry at the drop of a hat. I do. I do. I do. Dr. Talley, I'm a waterhead sometimes. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I get moved by uh, people that I just am so inspired by, by the story. So I know you're a busy man. I, we are so thankful that you are um, a guest today. This will go out um, on the Pizza and PE podcast, Spotify, Apple, you know, the, any kind of podcast platform for you to listen to. In, in fact, it's going to launch tomorrow. Good morning. Every, every, every Thursday it's Pizza and PE delivery day. So um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are so lucky to have you in this profession and to be a champion for health and PE. So I appreciate it. Keith, I appreciate, you. I appreciate you guys too for what you're doing. It really means a lot. Well, thank, thank you for just being an inspiration. I mean, honestly, it, it, I, I got choked up on a couple of your answers, really did, because it's it's good to have, you know, people that think alike. And, um, you know, and yes, I, I know we've, we, we often bring up, you know, how well you're in this high position. But truly, we don't have a whole lot of people that run school systems that share the same mindset that we all do, that wellness and, and the reading, writing all come together when they're done right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and again, Dr. Talley, thank you. We consider you a friend now. You know, we've had a few interactions and we really appreciate everything you do. And if we can help you in any way, we're yeah. always here to help as well. So thank you again for your time all you're doing and we look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you guys. And I'm with you. Thank you so much. You Thank will get you pizza so too. We'll make sure to send you pizza. No, I'll take you on in bowling. When we get together, I'll take you on in bowling. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I don't spin it though. I throw it straight down the, you know. Uh, uh, then you have to do a little bit of a twist of your hand to spin it and then a lot of power. That's all it is. It's a lot of power. We're doing it. Okay, I mean, we are so doing it. I cannot wait. Maybe, maybe bumper bowling. <gasps> no, 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 this is we're, we're going big time. All right, you guys, thank you, Dr. Talley. Thank you thank so you much. Everybody. Have a good day. You too. too. Bye. Whoo, I'm not gonna lie, I choked up really hard right there. I'm glad it, I pawned it off as I was laughing. No, like it was. You guys, we were speechless on his response when you said about teacher and principal buy-in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was floored. Like when he made the comment that physical education is not an add-on, it's an integral part 
of the instruction. Yep. I'm going to cut and edit that piece so many times to play. That was so amazing. And another thing he said was if, um, if children are not healthy, that impairs their ability to learn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what do you, I mean, I wrote other things down, but I, I don't want to take away with some of the I things that you guys might say. So when he was talking about, you know, teachers, you know, we don't just teach math. We just don't teach ELA. We don't just, just teach science. We are teaching lifelong skills. He mm -hmm. knows that. He gets that, right? And the fact that we're teaching children, we should be teaching children, I should say, how to lead healthy, productive lives. Because that's mm -hmm. something to carry with them forever right and he for him to under i mean for him to grasp that as one of his priorities in the district says a lot and how he goes to meet people at the grassroots level like mm -hmm. you said too. talk to teachers find out what's going on what do you need what can i help you with that's how you really fix things that's how we really get to where we want to be so again, problems together yeah there are so many things but go ahead keith well, I mean, you can't ignore the three R's that he has. I mean, that those those are huge when he talks especially about the relationships where as a leader, he's there to support mm -hmm. and then surprise, not out supervise. to get you. Or supervise, I'm sorry. Supervise. You're right, I have it supervised. He doesn't want to surprise you to come out and get you, right? Right, right. And, and building the capacity of the teachers to know what it means to have – you know, all these skill sets for kids. I mean, it's, we can go on and on. I think I, we, we can say every question has an aha moment. I mean, that's, that's really, it, guys, I mean, I, we as a group, I, I don't think I've ever felt more grateful to know the people that we do to put on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. We've had after everyone, I think we've sat here and said, Oh my God, that was, that, that's amazing. And it just seems like it gets better and better and better. And we've had people from every part of this profession and some not in the profession, you know, fully, you know, but it's uh, our other parts of PE. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I want to end with this story too, because you guys know I love talking to you about um, leadership traits, what makes a good leader. I love reading about it. Um, and what I noticed that I thought was very evident that came clear in this podcast is he must be a very observant leader and really listen and want to learn. Um, I love how he kept saying, you know, we still have much to learn, like himself. He, he's he's, he, he's yeah. very humble. He doesn't have an ego. And so I guarantee you, and this is what the three of us has talked about before. We work in a large urban school district and sometimes, and this just happened the other day to Keith and, I, Keith and myself, we haven't been in the office for almost a year. And Keith and I are in the office the other day. And one of the leaders comes out, looks at us down the hallway pretty much, which is in the same room and doesn't even say hi. Doesn't acknowledge. Just goes right back into the office. And I looked at Keith, I go, that's odd. Didn't even know that the leader was in his or her office, comes out to the Xerox copier machine, sees us at our file cabinet, doesn't even acknowledge hi, 
There is no way that, that Dr. Talley, Superintendent Talley, he would have made the effort and would have definitely waved high. And of course, social distance protocols, all that good stuff. But sure. just saying hi and acknowledging is amazing how many leaders don't do that. Well, what's amazing is it takes less than five seconds to say, hey, guys, good to see you. I, I've, even if you have to go to a meeting, hey, it's good to see you. Hope all is well. And we may, not have a title. we may not have a high title, but Dr. Taylor doesn't care about titles. Right. It's not just about student SEL. It's about adult SEL as well. Correct. Yes. You know what I love, though? Another thing about Dr. Talley is that he's competitive. And yeah. when you get competitive people in positions like principals and superintendents, they'll start playing off of each other to get the best in the wellness world. And that'll be great think because our, that'll build. All the schools that incorporate movement in our district. What's the yeah. one thing that they have in common? They're all super competitive. They want right. to beat each other. They want to try to outdo the other one. It's That's awesome. It's a game. It turns into a game and it's, it's fun. It makes it fun. Yeah. I love it. I mean, when he mentioned 203 versus 204, you know, we're good. Our school That's district. Right. Another thing that he, you know, as an observant leader that I say, you know, I, I stated that was evident. He could pick up the vibe right away about the three of us and our energy and the relationship piece when he came to Charlotte, because he didn't really know us that well, mm -hmm. but he could tell about how I'm, the three of us are so close because of the relationship and 100% trust you guys in anything. And that and would be so happy in our job. And, you know, he, he gets up to a superintendent and still reaches out because we're part of a group that shares stuff together and isn't yeah. going to say, well, I'm going to do this. Hey, guys, remember those decals? Let's talk about those. Let's talk mm -hmm. about this bike program. This was amazing stuff. I want to bring it back to my new district. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to go for a run and process all this. So, you guys... Another great, great pizza and PE delivery uh, for our podcast. Mm -hmm. So our next week's guest is going to be Matt Wood. So That's he's awesome. the elementary PE teacher plus a swimming a swimming coach or a swimming instructor too. So can't wait to have him on for next week as well. So <sighs> boys, it's always great a pleasure time. to eat pizza and discuss PE with you. Absolutely. Slice you later. Yeah.